Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. Wednesday, the 22nd of September edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. The Flyers are ready to start camp. The time is here. All players are reported. All players are accounted for. First on-ice sessions coming up tomorrow at the Flyers practice facility. They got the groups broken up into three different categories, group A, B, and C. There'll be some moving around of the times and uh, all counting down to the first preseason game, which is now just six days away, if you can believe that. Coming up a week from yesterday will be the first Flyers preseason game. It'll be at the Wells Fargo Center. I, for one, am looking forward to it um, because it means the regular season's coming. I, you, you get kind of hyped up for preseason sports until you watch it. Then you go, all right, let's get to the regular season. But I'm ready for it. And it's great to see that the team will be in camp. And really the bad news that came out yesterday was a couple of surgeries for Flyers players, including Kevin Hayes, who had an abdominal surgery yesterday morning. Tweaked something a couple of days ago in practice. Got him in right away. Got a surgery. Of course, he had an abdominal surgery at the end of last season. Perhaps it wasn't fully healed, maybe pushed too hard. I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor, but uh, not even sure if the two injuries are related. Uh, but he goes back in, gets another surgery. Uh, he'll be out six to eight weeks. Sim Moran also went in and had some particles removed from his right knee and is out six to eight weeks as well. So a couple of flyers banged up here early, but boys, that opened the door for a player like Morgan Frost. And we've gotten such great reviews on how Morgan has looked after this offseason. The muscle that he put on and his game, all different elements, uh, look like they're coming together and providing an opportunity. This, this is what happens in pro sports, right? Guys get hurt, and it provides a guy an opportunity. What a player does with that opportunity is entirely up to them. And it has to happen not only... The opportunity has to come, but sometimes it has to happen at the right time. Maybe this is the perfect time for Morgan Frost. And then when Kevin Hayes comes back, he's still with the team and, you know, having a great season. So it'll be interesting to see how that part of the equation plays out. But to talk about that part of the equation, to talk about his offseason summer, we haven't talked to Elaine Vigneault since his exit interview when the season ended. He's back in town now. He's been back for a while. And he is ready to get this thing underway as well, and he is our guest on this episode of Flyers Daily, and he joins us right now. Elaine, it's been a long off season, uh, maybe not as long as some, but it felt longer than others. Thanks for doing this, and welcome back. Good, real good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, just seeing you gets me excited because it means the season's around the corner. And, you know, I convinced myself, A.V., that, well, since the season was kind of pushed in timeline and you guys played a little later, it was like playing two rounds of the playoffs and the offseason wouldn't seem that long. It feels like an eternity. Do you feel that way for you? No, there's no doubt that uh, it's been a long summer. But uh, I think uh, anybody that's around uh, – our practice facility right now around our group players and coaches and management, you can just feel the energy and the optimism here moving forward. Um, you know, I, uh, I really believe that, uh, and I've talked to a quite a few coaches and uh, returning players that uh, last year doesn't represent who we are as a group, uh, but there are lessons to be learned from it. Uh, but uh, we need to turn the page and focus on the now and, and focus on the present uh, in the summer, uh, there's no doubt that Chuck and I and, and his staff got together uh, on quite a few occasions where we talked about 
uh, the state of our team and, and where it needed to go. And uh, Chuck did an incredible job this summer. Him and his staff, uh, they uh, transformed our group. Uh, not not to say anything negative about the players that are have left. Uh, they were all good people. They contributed to the Flyers. But the additions coming into this year, uh, that it's going to change our team dynamic. And at the end of the day, and I said this a while back in talking to the whole media crew, um, you know, Chuck and his staff, they've done their job. Now it's up to me and my staff and our players uh, to do ours. And that's what we intend to do here moving forward. A.V., are you a little shocked about how much he was able to accomplish this offseason? I mean, you're looking at significant turnover on the roster. You got a top pairing right side, right shot defenseman in Ryan Ellis. We talked about all these boxes you had to check. It was like, okay, he can check some of these, but we're still in a flat cap world. To check all of them would be a big ask. Are you surprised at the the, quant- the quantity and quality of moves that he made? Well, you know, in, in my two years here, and there have been two uh, not normal seasons, I've gotten to know Chuck. I didn't know Chuck at all before coming here, but he's a doer. He's a worker, and uh, he got to work, and, uh, you know, with the help of, obviously, you know, uh, Flaherty that works with him tight and his other pro scouting people, and Barry, um, you know, they did an amazing job at, at finding the right pieces to come in and uh, to bring, obviously, uh, good players to this group, but good people also that uh, are going to make our dressing room, I believe, uh, you know, accountable. Successful organizations have accountable dressing rooms. And everyone that we've brought in this year, that Chuck has brought in, have those characteristics that you need to, to – to have a winning team. And now we got to put, put it together, you know, find the right chemistry on the ice uh, bond as far as uh, style of play and, and, and systems and obviously come together off the ice as a group. You know, we need to become tight and build a strong relationships that are built on, on respect uh, within this group between teammates, players and coaches, and obviously players, coaches and management. So, I think you, you guys are going to get an opportunity to, to come around here uh, in the near future, and you're going to feel the excitement. You're going to feel the energy, and uh, now we got to get do our jobs. Yeah, I always say it's important for a team. If you come back with the same thing year after year, there's an automatic just it's it's a human nature thing, complacency that comes in. When you got guys that have to ask how to get to the rink, use their GPS to get there, uh, don't know where the showers, the bathroom are, I think that's a good thing. It makes everybody – there's a freshness to it. But let me ask you about identity because uh, I've, I preach this a lot, and I say that you know teams without a positive identity aren't teams that can win, and that has to happen organically. Well, in your ideal world, what would be the identity of your group? Well, you know, I, I think <clears> one of – Things that uh, I believe that this group can do is is being hard to play against. And when I talk about being hard to play against, obviously I'm talking about you know the physicality that you can bring on a nightly basis. But I'm also talking about you know five man units when you don't have the puck to get that puck back. And then once you have the puck, to keep it and to to make the right plays and have that quick north south mentality. I, I, I'm, you know, obviously we poured through tapes in the summer. The coaching staff looked at all the teams that, you know, in the past two seasons have been in the final four and what are they doing? How are they playing? How are they being successful? <clears throat> Can we make some adjustments uh, to our style of play and to our systems? We have made some tweaks that I think are going to enable us to, 
to be a little bit better defensively uh, and, uh, you know, to, to play the right way when, when we get the pucks. So it's just a matter of like, we're going to have five straight or four straight days of practice time before our exhibition, first exhibition game. We haven't had that in so long. It's going to be oh. so good. something that's needed for this group to be able to practice. And hopefully, you know, like any camp, we have some surprises. Some guys uh, step up and they're a- a- able to give those guys a bigger role than what you anticipated. Or some guys, some young players step up and they show that they can play and they bring energy to the group also. So we've got a lot of things going on right now. It's our job as coaches right now to put the players in the right situation where uh, we can have success with this group. And you need guys to do everything hard and make it difficult, every element on on the opponent. Let me ask you about, because one of the things that I've talked quite a bit about this summer is roster construction. You just alluded to the final four teams. And it's you guys maybe were a little young last year, uh, but having that balance on a team in age groupings, having your young core, your guys in the prime, in the middle, and then some guys on the other side, uh, you know, kind of in the back end of their career, but still can contribute a lot to the team because you have to have all of those to have a really good NHL team. I mean, I see that in all these final four teams. I see a balance in age groupings. I think that's a good point. And maybe another way of putting that also is, you know, uh, you're, you're talking about balance in age group, but another way of putting it would be, you know, Chuck went out and if you're going to make it to the end, you need depth on your, on your team. Mm-hmm. That's so important because like we're seeing right now, you know, Hazy being out, Allison being out, Moran being out. So, Chuck went out and signed, you know, obviously some some veteran guys. The veteran players in the last year and a half are the ones that have been able to play. You know, the NHL went into the bubble. The NHL had a 56-game schedule. A lot of the younger players, there were no American leagues a year and a half ago. Last year, it was a, a real short schedule. A lot of guys that went to junior, some didn't get a chance to play. Some did uh, a few games. In college, they got a chance to play a few games. But we don't know in the last year and a half where the development are with some of our young players. And we also had some young players that suffered injuries that stopped them from playing half a year to a full year, et cetera. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in camp, where those young guys are. They've gone through rookie camp. They're all coming uh, to our camp to see where the development is, to see if they can come in and contribute at some point or maybe right now. So, there's a lot of moving parts to our training camp right now. It's going to be fun to be part of, and it's going to be fun to see moving forward how our team gets built and who has which role in this group. Yeah, you talked about Kevin's injury. I know he had the abdominal surgery. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. Same for Sam, had a cleanup done on his knee. And then you're dealing with some injuries already. Uh, Morgan Frost, I know you've gotten a chance to look at him in rookie camp here, A.V., and he appears stronger, more comfortable, more knowledgeable even of what it's going to take at the NHL level. He's got an opportunity. When guys go down, this is an opportunity for players, and they got to look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, Morgan, uh, obviously, uh, with Kevin being out, is, is going to get uh, a real solid opportunity here. But I've seen Morgan now uh, you know, on the ice and off the ice for the last week, and you see he's bigger, he's stronger, he's more powerful. He was able this summer to train the right way in the right environment, which for a lot of 
for a lot of players that didn't have the opportunity the year before. So I'm really excited to see what he'll be able to bring. I love this rookie camp. Uh, there was a lot of attention to detail. He was real good at development camp also. So let's see if he can put it all together and find a way to uh, contribute here moving forward. Uh, A.V. Hazy, we know he had a really tough offseason with the loss of his brother and him being out injured right now. A lot of times when guys go out injured in sports, it's okay, they're away from the group. How important is it for him to stay assimilated with the group right now uh, with the injury compounding with the offseason that he had on a personal level? Well, we texted yesterday when we found out about the news. And uh, first thing uh, he texted me and asked me was, A.V., uh, can I be around the group? Can I be uh, in the meetings? Uh, I think it's important that I'm there, but it's also important for the new guys. I can help them out, et cetera, et cetera. Easy's a big part of our leadership group. He's a, a great person. Obviously, he's been uh, through a, a challenging uh, moment in his life, in his family life. But the best way for him to deal with all that and deal with the injury is to be with his teammates, to be with his coaches, to feel part of the group. And uh, I'm very confident, you know, we're going to have him back real soon and he'll be able to contribute and uh, help the Flyers win. Yeah, He's one of those guys when he's not playing, he can help just keeping the guys loose. And I love the fact that he said, you know, to help the younger players, too. That's a leader right there. Uh, let me ask you about a guy you had in New York, too, and Keith Yandel, a good friend of Kevin Hayes. He comes in and he's still got a lot left in the tank, really good on the power play, great distributor of the puck, gives you good depth on the blue line as well. And he's a guy that will keep it loose. You know, last year it was tough. Social restrictions were there for players. Having a guy like Keith Yandel on and off the ice is going to be a benefit as well. I mean, I've had the, the privilege and the opportunity to coach hands. And I, I will say he's one of the best teammates I've ever coached. He's, he's great with his, um, you know, teammates. And, uh, you know, he, 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 does it the right way like it's obviously this is a business and you got to come to work but he's able to do the right things to make sure that we're all working together in the right way so he knows where he is at his stage of his career he understands that but he's still a good player he can still contribute on the power play he's still you know he can play on on that solid third pair and be a, a positive impact defenseman on the ice. So I'm real happy that uh, uh, he had the Flyers on his list. He wanted, uh, once we talked, exchanged, and him and Chuck, <clears throat> he was all in, and uh, he wants to win. And that's what I want from, I want players that want to be here. I want players that want to win. It's all about defending. This is a cumulative game. Uh, the goals that you allow are just as important as goals that you score. And you upgraded with your top pairing and your second pair as well. Uh, you bring in Ryan Ellis, who I imagine you like a lot. He's an all-zone defensive player. He can kill penalties. He can play the power play. He can stretch the ice. He can make the simple play, and he's a leader. Uh, couple that with a guy like Rasmus Ristolainen, who is a pain in the rear end to play against. I know the guys on the team are happy he's there because they don't have to play against him anymore. So talk about Ryan Ellis and Rasmus. You know, I couldn't have described both of them better than what you just did. I mean, I'm gonna get a raise. <laughs> you, I mean, you're rang, bang on on your description. I mean, I've had the opportunity to to coach against Ryan when he was in Nashville and I was in in Vancouver, and he was just you know starting his his NHL career, and he's turned out to be, you know, one of the solid two way defenseman in the league he can defend when it's time to defend he can contribute offensively when it's time he plays both specialty teams 
and he's a great solid person team first attitude all the time and that's what we were looking for rasmus well he's been in, in obviously in a tougher situation uh you know eight challenging years uh, a lot of coaches a lot of gms the stability that i feel he's going to get here uh, from his coaching staff from the management uh, from his teammates uh, will be positive for him i think that uh, there's a lot of a lot to work with there a lot of potential and he's real upbeat you know sometimes having a change in in your career uh, brings uh, an added excitement an added focus an added commitment and when i'm talking to him he's not a very expressive player off the ice but seems like a very hard worker and uh, very excited about being here in Philly and finding a way to contribute to the team's success. Yeah, speaking of excited, Cam Atkinson is so excited to be here as well. He's one of those guys that's infectious. Uh, let me ask you about Sean Couturier. He signs the extension. I can't believe the number starts with a seven. Had he gone to market, it would have been significantly higher, in my opinion. But you got a player there in Sean Couturier. And I know as a coach, you love a player like Sean Couturier because – He's a detail player. You know what you're going to get night in, night out. He's a total pro. And I know that when you're shaking up the lines and there's wingers, you know, knowing you're shaking up the lines, there's probably a line out your door going, can I play with that guy? <laughs> oh, I mean, that things there that I see, A, Sean wanted to commit to the Flyers, yep. and B, the Flyers wanted to commit to him. He's a, a great player, 200-foot player, plays the game the right way at both ends. And a little bit like Ellis, you know, plays both specialty teams. So uh, the fact that, uh, you know, he wanted to, to be a flyer, commit, he wants to win. And he believes that, you know, with the changes that Chuck was able to make this year, uh, the different dynamic in our dressing room, that he's in the right place. And again, you know, you want players that want to be here, that want to wear this jersey, that want to win, that are proud uh, to put on the uniform night in and night out that want to get better. And Sean checks all the boxes. Huge part of the game is in that. And we know last year, just the, the amount of goals that were given up and it, the goaltending wasn't up to par. The the team defense wasn't up to par. And those all kind of go hand in hand. Uh, you have Carter this year. You also have him in tandem with Martin Jones, who's played a lot of games, gone to a final in this league in San Jose. And is a guy looking maybe to rediscover his game and maybe a little less action could could benefit him and reuniting with uh, goaltender coach Kim Dillabaugh. Uh, when you look at this 82-game season, it is still a little bit condensed because of the Olympic break. H how do you kind of envision a split, or is this just something you feel during the season? Well, it is, again, the, the challenge of the schedule this year because it is an Olympic year. Teams that are going to be successful are going to have two good goaltenders. Yep. And if you break down the schedule and you analyze it, you know, you've got 30-30 games that you're splitting it almost both ways or 20-20 or, or whatever. Then you've got 20 or 30 that are going to depend on, on the performance. Uh, you know, Jonesy comes in and he's got a great relation, relationship with Kim. Uh, he's been the goaltender, and I'm not 100% sure on my stats, but I think that has played the most hockey in the last three years. Correct. By having a, a more... Uh, Define schedule, I think this will benefit him. Carter Hurt, like the rest of our team, I, I don't think last year is, is a reflection on who we were. And I don't, I really believe that last year was not a reflection on, on Carter Hurt. Uh, we got lessons to be learned. He's got lessons to learn. But this is a new year. And I'm walking, I've seen Carter here for the last uh, 10 days. And 
Carter's here. Carter's back here. He's feels real sharp. He's been working extremely hard on, on different technical aspects with Kim. And, you know, we have shown him uh, flyers. Chuck have shown him a lot of faith with, you know, his contract extension, uh, this uh, renewal that this past summer. And we all believe in Carter. That's why this happened moving forward. He's going to be a great asset to this team. He's a very young goaltender. He's learned from the past. He's going to use that pass to be the best possible goaltender he can be for the Flyers. And he's going to be a real good one. Yeah, well said. Last thing for you, A.V. As I get older, and I'm, I'm knocking on the door of 50 now. you got a couple years on me. But uh, I get more nostalgic, and I get more nostalgic about the game. You played in Hull. You coached in Hull. And the Bob is closing down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a sad moment, isn't it? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I've had all these interviews because the bomb is, is closing down. <laughs> and uh, I've had him in French and I've had him in English. Uh, it was a big part of my life. I started at the Bob Garretti Arena as an Adam player. Wow. And played my minor hockey there, double A throughout Adam, Pee Wee, Bantam, Midget. And I was fortunate to play there in major junior hockey too i got traded halfway through my my third season uh to three rivers but i i played and then i had the privilege to coach the junior team there for five years and and won while i was there i've had i've got some great memories uh some great moments as a player player growing up uh throughout different categories player in major junior hockey coaching and i will say I, great memories, but for the Bob Garretti Arena, it was time to close it down. It had done its time. It yeah. was time to move on. And, you know, it's a great junior franchise, one of the best franchises in in, in North America. And I've, I haven't been to the new facility, uh, but I have talked to a lot of people who have been supposed to be outstanding. And it was time for that region to get a new rink, a new arena, a new setting uh, for that great hockey community that's there. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of memories in that building. I was in that building as well. I had a friend who played for you, actually, in 88-89. In and, uh, of course, you won the championship with Hall in 1987-88, as a matter of fact, way back when, after shortly after your playing career ended. You jumped into coaching quick. Yeah, I was uh, 25 when I started, and I've been going ever since. So I uh, just turned uh, 60 this past summer, uh, came to Philly to win. I haven't changed. I'm here to win, and uh, that's what we're working on. Yeah, well, th that's that's what everybody wants to see as well. You're ending your 17th season. AV, great to see you. I'm glad you're well. Uh, I hope everybody with your family is well. Great that hockey season's here. It's going to be a fun one. We appreciate the time, as always, on Flyers Daily. Thank you very much. Anytime. Take care of yourself. There he is, Flyers head coach Elaine Vino joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Joel Farabee will join us on Friday's episode. We'll talk to the Flyers winger, and we'll be talking with in with – and we'll be checking in with guys all throughout camp. So uh, looking forward to it. And also, by the way, we are going back to five days a week starting Monday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we'll go to seven days a week. And the true definition of this podcast daily uh, once the season starts coming up on Friday, October 15th. But everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. Uh, leave us a rating and review if you could. That'll help other hockey and Flyer fans find this podcast. And we'll talk to you on Friday's Flyers Daily. Have a great day.